Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the biggest night in the NFL is almost upon us. The Super Bowl. We have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. This game is going to be played this Sunday, February 13th on NBC with a 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time kickoff at the time I'm recording this. The Rams currently are a four-point favorite heading into this matchup. Now, I have a problem, and I want you guys to listen and hear me out, and you're going to understand why I have the problem that I have right now. So, if you've been listening to the podcast, dating back to before the start of the regular season, so let's say around August, you probably remember me making a video or making a segment where I picked the Los Angeles Rams to not only make it to the Super Bowl, but I picked them to win it as well. Now, this was back in August in the preseason before the start of the regular season. Well, the regular season kicked off and there were a lot of people who asked me, JT, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Do you still have the Rams or do you have somebody else? And I still went through with the Rams as my pick to win it all. And this was before they got OBJ and before they traded for Von Miller. So now the Super Bowl is here and I'm still not sure who I'm going to pick to win. And the reason for it is because the more I listen to other people's opinions about this game, the more I keep leaning Cincinnati. So you guys hear the problem that I have. It's like the classic case of, okay, the Rams were my preseason pick, but now we're here and I just hear so many people doubting Cincinnati. Like I was talking to a close friend of mine about this game, right? And he says something that really, really peed me off. And remind you that I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So what he said should have made me as upset as what it did. But you know what he told me? He said that, JT, the Bengals are not going to win the Super Bowl because they made it to the Super Bowl by luck. And I was just really, really enraged. Like you guys had to be there to see how mad I was. I was really upset when he made this statement because I've been seeing this statement thrown around so many times over the last couple of weeks. Like I don't understand how anybody in their right mind can say that a team made it to the Super Bowl by luck. You don't make it to a Super Bowl by luck. Let me tell you guys something. The mistake that a lot of people make is that they judge a team based off what they've done overall, based on what they've done at the moment. And you see, that's why a lot of people's Super Bowl picks got messed up because a lot of people were quick to hop on the Green Bay Packers Super Bowl train, right? And everybody up to when the playoffs happened had Green Bay making it to the Super Bowl. And what a lot of people realize, well, what a lot of people fail to realize is that, you know, the teams that make it the furthest in the playoffs are the teams who are the hottest at the moment. And ironically, two of some of the hottest teams at the moment were the Rams 
and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Kansas City Chiefs the week prior to the final week of the regular season, winning the AFC North and making it to the playoffs, exceeding expectations. Then they defeated the Las Vegas Raiders in the wild card round, which a lot of people pretty much expected to happen. But then Cincinnati, you know what they do the week after they defeated the Las Vegas Raiders in the wild card round? They go on the road to Tennessee, who was the number one seed in the AFC, and they beat them on the road. Then the following week, they go on the road to Arrowhead to face the Kansas City Chiefs, who were the second seed in the AFC, and they beat them. So the Cincinnati Bengals beat the two best teams in the AFC if we're going by seedings. They beat the one seed in Tennessee, on the road by the way, and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs who were the second seed on the road as well. So you mean to tell me a team that has had two back-to-back wins on the road against the two highest seeded teams in the conference made it by luck? I don't really think that's luck. You don't make it to a Super Bowl by luck. You don't make it to the Super Bowl without having a good coaching staff. You don't make it to the Super Bowl without having a talented roster. So the fact that there are people out there who are saying that the Cincinnati Bengals made it to the Super Bowl by luck, I don't really understand your logic and I don't understand your reasoning because it doesn't make sense. If you beat the two best teams in the conference, how is that luck? And remind you that they beat Kansas City twice this year. They are 2-0 against the Chiefs. So they beat pretty much the everybody's picked to win the Super Bowl two times this season. And yet people are still sleeping on Cincinnati. And that's why I'm so on the fence about this game. And you also got to remember, the best team does not win the Super Bowl all the time. As a matter of fact, The team who is the underdog going into the Super Bowl wins the Super Bowl more times than not. Like, remember, you remember when the Rams played New England? You remember the Rams' last Super Bowl appearance when they lost to the New England Patriots? Going into that game, the Rams were the better team than New England. They had the better roster. They had the best offense in the NFL that season. Jared Goff was having a MVP caliber year. And yet they lost despite having what we all said was the best roster in the league. They still lost. Okay, like New England. Let's let's reference another New England Super Bowl. And you guys know where I'm going with this. You remember when the Patriots, led by Tom Brady, lost to the Philadelphia Eagles? Philadelphia beat New England in the Super Bowl, not with their starting quarterback, but with their backup quarterback, who... It's Nick Foles. So the best team does not always win the Super Bowl. So when you look at Cincinnati, there are too many people doubting the Bengals. And they're just looking at the Bengals' overall body of work, but they're not looking at what the Bengals are at the moment. There is, you know, times when teams end up playing better in the playoffs than what they did in the regular season. It happens. You know, the best teams are the ones who are able to flip the switch. Like nobody expected the 49ers to make it to the NFC Conference Championship game because they got hot. They were able to flip that switch. Cincinnati was able to flip that switch. And even before the last couple of weeks of the season, like 
I made a video saying that I believe that the Cincinnati Bengals were for real. And I made a video before the playoffs even started saying that the Cincinnati Bengals have a legitimate shot of making it to the Super Bowl. And the reason for that was because the gap between Cincinnati and the rest of the teams in the AFC that were in the playoffs wasn't that big as what a lot of people thought it was. The gap between Cincinnati and Kansas City wasn't big at all because it wasn't really a gap. Cincinnati was just as good as Kansas City and it sounded crazy for me to say that at the moment but they were then on top of that you gotta look at the fact that a lot of people when when they say that Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl by look I understand like not a lot of you guys really mean it that way some of you guys are just wording it the wrong way Instead of saying that Cincinnati got lucky to make it to the Super Bowl, you should be saying Cincinnati, you know, got to the Super Bowl because they were going against teams that they had favorable matchups against. When you play the Cincinnati Bengals, the number one thing that you have to be able to do is you have to limit what these wide receivers are able to do after the catch. You have to limit the big plays and the passing game, which is something that we know Kansas City secondary hasn't really been great at doing all season. And Tennessee secondary hasn't been great at doing all season. And the same thing can be said for the Raiders. All three of those teams have been known to have problems in the secondary. And they've also been prone to giving up big plays. So it doesn't really matter if Tennessee had nine sacks against Joe Burrow because Cincinnati every time they lost yardage they got it right back on the next down it doesn't matter if Cincinnati gets put in third or long situations because they can get all of that yardage back so you look at the Bengals they have pretty much been a mismatch for their previous three opponents because their previous three opponents haven't been able to limit big plays Now, for the Rams, are they going to be able to make Cincinnati pay for not being productive on first and second down and being put in third and long situations? Are they going to be able to capitalize off Cincinnati's offensive line not being the greatest? Which Cincinnati's offensive line isn't great, but it's not bad. Now, the right side isn't great, but the left side with left tackle Jonah Williams is pretty good. So when you look at the LA Rams, okay, is their pass rush going to be able to take over this game? Because if you're a Rams fan, that is a must. If you're picking the Rams to win this game, that pass rush has to take over. You need Aaron Donald and Von Miller to have big games. Because you can't allow Joe Burrow to just sit back there with a lot of time because we know what happens when that does occur. Cincinnati has, you know, crazy explosive plays. So another thing that Cincinnati does really well is the fact that they are really good when it comes to the timing and chemistry that Joe Burrow has with his receivers. So for the Rams, it's going to be really important that they're able to take away the routes that Cincinnati likes to do. It's very important that they're able to take away those quick throws that Cincinnati likes to do. Like, you got to take away those quick throws that Joe Burrow likes to do. You have to take away those quick um, back shoulder throws that he likes to throw to Jamar Chase. And that Jamar Chase versus Jalen Ramsey matchup is going to be very big. Because one of the 
big weaknesses that the Rams have going into this matchup is their secondary. Their secondary hasn't been that good this year. Outside of Jalen Ramsey, there hasn't really been anybody that has really stood out to me from that Rams defense. Now, I'm not saying their secondary is garbage or anything like that, but I do feel like this secondary could end up getting exploited by the Cincinnati Bengals passing attack if that pass rush can't get home consistently and if Jalen Ramsey isn't able to have a big day against Jamar Chase because Jamar Chase is without a doubt Joe Burrow's go-to wide receiver he's looking for him every time on third down he's looking for him a lot inside of the red zone so if Jalen Ramsey takes away Jamar Chase that doesn't necessarily mean that the Rams are going to win because they still have Tyler Boyd and T Higgins to worry about but if Jalen Ramsey does his job and he has a good day against Jamar Chase you take away Joe Burrow's number one option then you have to worry about if your other corners can hold up against Tyler Boyd and T Higgins but that Jamar Chase versus Jalen Ramsey matchup is going to be huge then can the Rams defense come away with some turnovers I mean, this Cincinnati Bengals offense, when they get going, they get going. So you have to take advantage when you're able to get a couple of takeaways. So when you're able to get a couple of takeaways, that keeps their offense off the field and it puts their defense back on the field. And if you can get Cincinnati's defense gassed and their offense is turning the football over, that's some points. Now, Cincinnati's defense is really underrated. Okay, like... Their defense played phenomenal in the second half of that AFC Championship game. And remember that Cincinnati had to come from behind to win that game. Patrick Mahomes was lights out in the first half. Second half, two interceptions. I think he only had like 55 pass yards or something like that. Like Cincinnati's defense played outstanding in the second half of that matchup. So you look at the Rams offensively, you know, they've been money. But at times, they've have had some moments when they tend to beat themselves. But Matthew Stafford is making his first ever Super Bowl appearance. And I'm really proud of Matthew Stafford. Like, Matthew Stafford is one of my favorite players. And I'm really happy that he has been able to overcome the past narratives about him. You guys know what these past narratives have been about Matthew Stafford. He couldn't win the big game in Detroit. The Lions weren't able to reach their potential because of Matthew Stafford. Well, Matthew Stafford gets traded to the LA Rams and he gets put with a good head coach in Sean McVay, a good organization, a team that has some talent around him. And now look at him and the Super Bowl. So I'm really happy for Matthew Stafford. However, if you had to ask me which team and which players had more pressure to perform and win this game, it would be the Rams and it would be Matthew Stafford. And the reason for that is because you got to remember that Nobody really had too many high expectations for Cincinnati this season. As a matter of fact, not too many people had the Bengals having a winning record. So the fact that the Bengals won a division, made it to the playoffs, and made it to the Super Bowl is a huge soccer. So nobody really has high expectations for Cincinnati. So if Cincinnati wins this game, nobody's really going to be harping on them too long because they were expected to lose. 
However, the Rams are not expected to lose. They are expected to win this game because they have the better roster overall talent-wise. And on top of that, you know, they have the better coaching staff. So the Rams should win this game according to the eyes of a lot of people. However, like I said earlier, the best team doesn't always win the Super Bowl. And when you look at the LA Rams, the Rams have a all or nothing approach. They're basically playing Madden. And instead of building through the draft, they instead rather use that first round pick and trade for a proven veteran, which is what the Rams have been prone to doing, which also means that they run up the cap space a lot. So for the Rams, with this all or nothing approach that they take every season, it pretty much puts them in a Super Bowl bust, you know, kind of section of the NFL. You know, teams that we presume to be Super Bowl bust or the Packers, the Cowboys, the Rams, the Saints, like teams that take aggressive approach and don't really utilize or build through the draft that much, but rather build through free agency or put in that, you know, Super Bowl bust conversation. Because if you're a Rams fan and you don't win the Super Bowl, you're probably going to look back on this season as, you know, kind of a letdown. You know, like, yeah, you're going to be like, okay, we made it. We won the NFC Conference Championship game and whatnot. But our expectations were to win the Super Bowl. And that's why there's more pressure on the Rams to win this game than Cincinnati. Because Cincinnati, I don't want to say they're playing with nothing to lose, but they're playing with low expectations with the fact that nobody really expected them to be in this spot. Meanwhile, a lot of people expected the Rams to be in the Super Bowl. And with how talented of a roster they have, many people expect them to win it, which is why they have a lot of pressure on them to win this game. Now... Matthew Stafford, I'm interested in seeing what's going to be the narrative about Matthew Stafford if the Rams aren't able to win this game. Are people going to pin the loss all on Matthew Stafford? What's going to happen? I'm also intrigued in seeing, you know, like, what's going to be the narrative about Cincinnati if Cincinnati loses this game? Are people going to say that, you know, the Bengals are now having a Super Bowl window? Like, what's going to happen? What if the Bengals win the Super Bowl this year? How are people going to look at the Bengals? Because you guys know that everybody has recency bias. That's just human nature that we're more prone to go with what was successful recently. So with Cincinnati, if they win the Super Bowl, you know, like, are people going to pick them to win the division for 2022? Because you're going to have a fully healthy Ravens team. You're going to have a Browns team that although they do need help at wide receiver, is pretty good elsewhere. Linebacker needs a little bit of improvement, but other than that, you're going to have a fully healthy Browns team that probably should be better next season than what they were last year, still with a top five roster from a talent standpoint. Then you're going to have the Pittsburgh Steelers. You never want to count out Mike Tomlin and that organization. So where are people going to look at the Cincinnati Bengals in terms of the AFC North? Are people going to pick them to win it again, or are people going to go elsewhere it's just really interesting. I'm really interested in seeing how the narrative about Cincinnati changes if they win this game. Because not too long ago, we were calling the Cincinnati Bengals one of, if not the worst franchise in the league. You remember when people were saying that Joe Burrow should refuse to be drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals? You remember when Carson Palmer came out and said that Joe Burrow shouldn't go to Cincinnati? 
You remember when Carson Palmer slandered Cincinnati? Pretty much how they held them back and they never really put a lot of emphasis on winning. Well, now they're in the Super Bowl. So how are the narratives of these two teams going to change after this game is what I'm interested in seeing. Also, how much will the Rams pretty much having somewhat of a home field advantage impact this game? Because this game is being played in California, pretty much around the area that the Rams play in. Pretty much the Rams have home field advantage. So are Rams fans going to deck out the stadium? Or are Cincinnati fans going to travel really well and make this a true neutral site game? Because the Super Bowl is supposed to be a neutral site game simply for the fact that, you know, it's a championship game. So you don't really want to give, you know, like any team an advantage, even home field advantage with crowd noise. So you look at the Rams having the home field advantage in this game, in this matchup. How's that going to affect Cincinnati's offense? You know, like, is the crowd noise for the Rams going to cause Cincinnati to have a couple of star penalties or is this going to affect their communication how is the home field going to impact this Super Bowl really intrigued in seeing that so the team that I'm going to take to win this game I'm going to go with the LA Rams the reason why I'm taking the Rams is because I really like Aaron Donald and I like Von Miller in this game. And I understand that Cincinnati has been able to overcome, you know, not having the best offensive line play at times, even though they had a very good performance last week against Kansas City. Kansas City doesn't have Aaron Donald and Von Miller, and I feel like those two players are going to be really big factors on the defensive side of the football for the Rams. And offensively, the Rams have one of the best offenses, just as good as Cincinnati's when they're not killing themselves with turnovers. And on top of that, you have Cooper Cub, you have Odell Beckham. Like, Cincinnati's strength is their pass rush. Well, you have a pretty good offensive line. So if your offensive line plays up to level that it has pretty much for the whole entire playoffs and offseason you should be in pretty good shape because there was a time last week when Cincinnati's defense couldn't get off the field until the second half when they were able to make those adjustments so for Cincinnati their defense is pretty underrated and they are really good against the run however the Rams are more of a predominantly passing team and you look at Cincinnati's corners it's kind of been up and down, like they've had some big moments, they have some great moments, but overall, I think that the Rams are going to win this game, because it's going to come down to whoever has the ball in their hands last, and I feel like the Rams are going to be the team that's going to have the ball in their hands last, and if they're going to want to win the Super Bowl, it's going to come down to Matthew Stafford delivering a game-winning drive, and if Joe Burrow has the ball in his hands last... I mean, I'm not going to say I don't trust him. It's just that, you know, you have Aaron Donald and Von Miller. All those guys going to be able to come up and make a play. So I'm going to take the Rams to win outright. But I'm also going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to cover. As a matter of fact, I actually made a bet with a friend. I betted him that the Cincinnati Bengals would either win this game or or lose by no more than seven points or more. So pretty much I made a spread. We pretty much betted a seven point spread. So if Cincinnati only loses by less than seven points. Or they win. You know I come up. So I really wanted to pick Cincinnati. And I'm, I'm, 
I'm technically still picking Cincinnati. I'm just not picking them to win outright. I'm picking them to cover the spread. So I have the Rams winning outright, and I'm taking Cincinnati to cover that four-point spread. So I think this game comes down to whoever gets the ball in their hands last. I think it should be the Rams. It probably could be the Rams. But at the same time, if Joe Burrow gets the ball in his hands last, the Rams could also win. Well, the Bengals could also win. But the Rams also have a pretty good defense. And their defense has stepped up in big moments. But all in all, I'm taking the Rams to win outright. And I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to cover that four-point spread. You guys let me know who you guys have winning this game down in the comment section down below. And I appreciate you guys listening to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast.